as long as you could ease people's suffering. Suddenly, Boomer started barking. Usually, it was a car pulling up in the driveway, or maybe the UPS truck, which often came round about this time. Sherry wiped her hands on her apron. Maybe Krista had just surprised her and gotten there early. She was just the kind to do that. Boomer, she called excitedly, hurrying to the front door. She looked, but no one was there. She didn't even see the dog anywhere. Not that that mattered. The old boy didn't go anywhere anymore. He could barely crawl onto his mat and take a nap. Then she heard a yelp from out back. Boomer? At his age, Sherry knew a jackrabbit could scare the dog half to death. She left the front door ajar and went back into the kitchen. She wanted to have the cookies done by the time the girls arrived. Get those mamas in the oven. As she got back to the table, her eyes were drawn to the floor. Boomer. The old dog was on his side, panting, unable to move. Sherry ran over and kneeled beside him. Poor boy. Well, not now, baby. I'm not ready for this. She stroked his face. Krista and Kayla are on their way. She ran her hand along his neck and drew it back, startled. Warm, sticky blood was all over her palm. Boomer. What in God's name's happened? Suddenly she heard the shuffle of footsteps from behind her. She looked up. Someone was there. A man was in her doorway. He just stood there, leaning on the doorframe. Her heart almost came up her throat when she realized just who it was. It was the man she had seen at Reg's market. A shiver of fear ricocheted through her. What could he possibly be doing here? She looked at Boomer, the dog's blood on her hands, and glared back at him. What the hell have you done? The man just stood there, grinning against the door. Hello, Sherry. She stood up, focusing on his face, years tumbling back like a fog lifting over the pines and the lake coming into view. Her hand shot to her mouth. Mal? It had been such a long time ago, over thirty years, a part of her life she had long buried, or thought she had, forever. She never thought she'd see any of them again, or have to account for what she'd done. She was just a crazy kid back then. Been a while, Handel. His dark eyes gleamed. What are you doing here, Mal? Making amends, he winked. Long overdue amends. The master of the house. You remember that, don't you, Sherry? Well, he's come home. He was grinning teeth twisted, that same unsettling grin she had seen at the market, tapping something in his palm. It was a knife. A knife with blood all over it. Boomer's blood. Sherry's heart started to pound. Her eyes shot to her dog, whose chest had now stopped moving. A chill sliced through her, and with it a terror she hadn't known in years. The man stepped inside, kicking the screen door closed. So tell me, he smiled, tap, tap, tapping his blade. What you been up to all these years, hun? Part One Chapter One A myriad of lights flickered brightly in the distance. The whoosh of the surf cascading against the rocks was only a far-off whisper hundreds of feet below. From up here, the lights all seemed just like candles to him. Millions of candles! like the whole world had all come out and assembled before him, an endless procession at his feet. 
It made him smile. He had never seen anything more beautiful in his life. He had always wondered what it would be like from up here, the gigantic mound of rock, miles and miles of coastlines stretching below. Now he knew. You could probably see all the way to L.A., the boy imagined. He was no longer a boy, really. He was twenty-one, though sometimes he still felt like one. What are the voices saying to you now? He stepped out closer to the ledge. They're saying this is where I was meant to be. He had made the climb up hours ago, before it got dark, to be alone with his thoughts, to calm the noise that was always in his head, to see. And now it was just so beautiful. And all the voices had quieted, except one. His angel, he called her, the one voice he could trust.